Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Stag. Man and his amazing friends. Ryan, uh, on a scale of one to ten. How much energy would you like this intro to have? You're the boss. I want it to have a lot of energy, but I want it to be very sensual energy. This is a vibe sesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, late, mm-hmm. Like a laid-back energy, if that okay. makes sense. Okay, okay. I'm having a hard time, I'm having a hard time channeling it, but okay. It's basically, me, it's basically it. energy, but talk with a deep voice. Like, hey, everybody, today is... Uh, that doesn't sound like energy at all. Can you be sensual That's like a quiet voice. Can I be... Are you saying quiet energy, but, but hey a little quiet? Hey, everybody. Okay. It's me, okay. Griffin Sheridan. Okay. Hey, everybody, it's me, Griffin Sheridan, and welcome to yes. another episode yes. of... Uh, welcome to another episode of Stegman and his amazing friends. Perfect. This uh, is so good. It's pretty much, uh, you know, the whole gang is uh-huh. here. That's uh, true. Once again, reunited. Hey, everybody, I'm glad to be but doing the podcast once again whose mm-hmm. podcast is it it's ryan stegman's podcast uh yeah. ryan how are you this week i'm fantastic uh i feel like um this was an eventful week i just had um a, an electrician at my house all day so that's something new right mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. a new person in my life mm-hmm. normally that doesn't happen mm-hmm. uh the I've I've watched um, a million movies and I've watched a lot of basketball and so everything feels amazing and new. That's that's incredible to hear, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, I am one of two supple boys that runs the Amazing Friends Network. I'm Griffin Sheridan, joined by my best friend and creative partner Ethan Parker Smith. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Hey, I love I love the uh, that like you know we start every every podcast by like just going how's it going, Ryan. And it's always this low key thing, and it just makes me think of Ryan as like a late night host that refuses to talk about like capital <laughs> riots and shit. Like he's gonna come, and he's like, "Oh, what's in the news? Uh, I got a, I got a new outlet. I got a new outlet." <laughs> all the cat, all the late night hosts now talk about the capital riots, though. Oh yeah. Listen. Oh yeah. All I wanted from mm-hmm. the capital riots, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about the capital mm-hmm. riots, yeah, sure. I am frustrated. That I can't find anybody that I know in those pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't you? All right. The obviously, person. the whole thing's horrible, and uh-huh. these people are the worst, uh-huh. and all that. Yes. But it would make me so happy if I, like, if it, especially if it was like somebody that I hated. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, of course. Of course, they'd be at the Capitol and so riots. I always look at these pictures, and I always try to find somebody that I know and hate. And I've been unsuccessful up to this point. And didn't I tell you, didn't I tell you when we met him that he would be like, if, if they were ever to raid the Capitol, he'd be there. I guess you, I guess you, Who, I guess Ethan? you don't know any true patriots. <laughs> yeah, Ethan. Yes. Yeah, yeah Ethan. <laughs> yeah. If they're ever going to raid the Capitol. Oh my God. That was Damn. the craziest. Only, thing. only was... a year like 2020 could desensitize us enough that by the time we got to Capitol raiding, we were like, wow, this is bad, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's not good. 
you know, like we that that was one of the few things that the whole country came together and was like, <laughs> we all agree. I don't think this was it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good look. Yes, yes, yes. One of the first events of 2021 crazy and uh i like to think of this as uh, like our big kickoff for the year uh of course we had a conversation with jim zub last week um really good stuff you can check it out all over the place now um and now and now let's get into it because the king is back the Uh-oh. king has arrived i'm back mm-hmm. we're doing more episodes and it, it's gonna be great ryan are you excited for a whole nother year of podcasting that you love that you love to do your favorite hobby do you want the true answer or do you want like a high energy <laughs> fake answer how about you give me both and i'll i'll pick one to cut in uh the true answer is i am excited mm-hmm. uh but i am assuming that i will i will put as little effort into it as i did last year <laughs> and that that will continue Okay. Uh, the fake answer is, oh my God, what we have for you this year is going <laughs> to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. A new guest every week. I'm going to do prep for the episodes. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to book guests. Is it true that, is it true that you're going to be hard. doing written content for each episode? Like you're going to be doing <laughs> you're gonna be written con- I'm going to do an intro yeah. that I've written out. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's going to be unbelievable. We're going to start doing live. We're going to do a live tour. Mm-hmm. Oh, I already shit. rented the tour bus. Yeah. Okay. Us. Are the venues going to be <laughs> are yeah, the venues going to be open yet? Do we know? We sold out Carnegie Hall. Oh no way. That's crazy. Live yeah. Carnegie yeah, Hall. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is all very good and fun news to hear, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited for what the show has in store for you guys for 2021, including our live set our live vibe session at Carnegie Hall. I like the idea that maybe we don't plan anything special for Carnegie Hall. We just show up and do the usual shtick. I'll, oh, bring, I'll bring the light. That, that is that is the case, but I also am going to learn to play the flute. Ah, oh, okay, that's cool. cool. So and you'll do the I theme do on the flute. a live you'll session do... of me flute playing. That'll be about an yeah. uh, hour and 45 minutes of it, and then there'll be a 15-minute uh, mm-hmm. ending where we do a vibe That session. sounds really nice. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you ask yeah. me. And I'm going to play the flute while we do that, too. Okay. And so to kick off 2021, uh, Ryan... <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's reaction was like eh, okay. <laughs> It's on everybody's minds, Ryan. Um you can't follow you on Twitter and uh and not wonder, you know, what exactly is this barf story that yeah, Oh my up. god, you want to start the show with that? Shouldn't we say that that's that's got to be the end. Is that the end? <laughs> that's a that's the end of the episode. Um we okay. will we will tell that story. Okay. I am. This is a nice tease. I was just talking about this with Aaron, where I am extremely frustrated that she brought this. <laughs> uh, and I guess she wants it told. So if my own wife yeah. wants it told, mm. I can tell it. But okay. uh, it involves alcohol and <laughs> you know bad stuff. So now let me just like as a quick tease yeah. um, for the folks, you know, for the end of the episode. I want to read the tweet in question um, Mm. that we got on Twitter in case folks didn't see it. This is from, of course, the Steg woman, the Steg lady herself, your wife, Erin. And she tweeted at me and Ethan saying, has Ryan Stegman told you guys about how he barfed in my face once? Because that happened could be a good podcast topic. (laughs) Now, of course, the intriguing part. And she was right. The intriguing part of that is barfed 
in my face, not on my face, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my face. I, w- I will give you a spoiler. It was, oh. it was not in her face, okay? <laughs> it wasn't like point blank. Uh, okay, sure. sure. Right. But that's all I'm giving you. Okay. I don't know if that's like a misdirect, a smokescreen. I prefer the my head cannon version listen, where it is. None of face, it, but none of it is pleasant. <laughs> no matter, like, I'm not making it better. It just the visual of me face to face with my wife, mm-hmm. barfing in her face. Your not wife? great. That did not happen. But what did happen is not much better. Because the tweet sounds like you baby birded her. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Mm. No, that's not true. Nice. I will tell the story at the end. And uh, that's what I got. All right. Get hype, everybody. We're counting down. All right. Before we get into because I know we got some pop culture news, everybody's favorite. Mm. Ryan, you said at the top that you'd watched a lot of stuff over our sort of, you know, we did a couple of, there was a couple of weeks there where we didn't really have much going on because, of course, the holidays and such are happening. And it's a very busy time for everybody, including the Supple Boys, the Venom Boys. Mm. Uh, so, you know, there's some light weeks that we had there. Ryan, you said you watched a lot of movies. I want to hear about some of the stuff that you watched or read while we were on a, a little hiatus. Okay. Uh, first of all, I've been reading. Um, I, 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 if anybody follows me on Twitter, they saw that I was asking questions about Jack Kirby and his vision for how the universe works, and because because what you start to, I mean, you sh- I should have realized this a long time ago, but I'm I'm a very uh, stupid person who takes a long time to come to realizations that everybody else came to long ago. And I what I realized that. I is that. that Jack Kirby put forth his whole vision of what the universe is like in his comic books. So I started asking about that on Twitter and Eric Larson was chiming in, Kurt Busiek and Rob Liefeld. And they were saying to go back to Kirby's uh, Fantastic Four, I think it was 44, start there. And that's where he really starts to lay out his vision for the universe. And so uh, I did, and I've been reading some of that, where you see such things as the uh, original origin of the Punisher. Mm. Do you guys know this? Right. I don't no, think so. In, in Fantastic Four, number 46 or something like that, there is, uh, I think it's Galactus sends um, somebody to fight the Fantastic Four, and it is a little frog creature with armor oh, nice. on, nice. and his name is the Punisher. I can't remember who sent it anyway. So I've been reading a lot of uh, that stuff. And the other day we watched um, Wolf Walkers. Have you guys seen this? No. It's by Cartoon Saloon. They're a great animation studio out of Ireland. Uh, They made the book of or the secret of Kells Um, song of the sea. Like they've made uh, several of these have been nominated for Oscars. Right. They have a really cool style. It's very um, traditional, and uh, they made a movie called Wolf Walkers that's on Apple TV Plus right now mm-hmm. that is incredible. Uh, really enjoyed it. The kids and I loved it. Um, what else have I watched? I'm going to need like a memory jog here. We've been watching The Flight Attendant. That sucks, but I, see, I still watch it. What really? is The Flight okay. Attendant? The that's Flight Kaylee Attendant Kaylee with Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, with, oh, uh, that's the HBO Max one, right? Yeah, yeah people will tell you it's good, but... Um, <laughs> it's it's bad and it's one of those shows so like basically they set up like there's this mystery in the first episode and then each episode they make everybody seem like the killer right mm-hmm. and you could almost just skip to the last episode <laughs> and see 
who did it and that would be more satisfying than having to sit through all this like oh well <laughs> they're doing an episode about this character so clearly they didn't do it you know yeah even though they're trying to set it up anyway uh i haven't seen the rest of it so maybe it'll blow my mind but and you know kaylee cuoco is good in it and the acting is mm. good and all that it's a, it's a it's a well-made show it's just stupid uh, what else Turn do we got first um, good but stupid right mm. Uh, I watched a movie. I see. I watched some movie it's the right. other night that, that's not up. even worth mentioning with uh, Gillian Jacobs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who I love as an actress. Um, she's she awesome. Go, I forget what it was called. She goes back to college. She's a she's a writer and she's written a book. And Jermaine. That's why Jermaine Clement was in it. Who mm-hmm. I love. He's great. For, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. from what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And she goes back and she gives us a lecture at this at her old college and she ends up sleeping with a college kid and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, totally fine. A fine movie. <laughs> kind of written one of those movies where like the filmmaker read a screenwriting book and stuck to the, the plan. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And none of these are piping hot endorsements. Yeah. <laughs> a whole wait, lot of, no, I, I said Wolf Walkers was fantastic. Wolf That's Walkers, true. That's true. Everybody should see that. Kirby movie. Fantastic that was Four that was, was fantastic. super good. That one, I tried to convince my kids to watch it for weeks, and then I read the New Yorker had an article about it, and I read it, and I was like, "You fuckers are watching this movie with me." <laughs> you uh, said that to their faces. I did not say that to their faces. <laughs> uh, and I made them watch it with me, and now they they're obsessed with that studios movies uh harrison's been watching the secret of kells and that's cool you know so it's it's pretty neat but yeah yeah, uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else i got i've been watching the alien movies in order okay which one are you on i'm I'm only up to alien three this is a thing that i've been doing with my friends where we watch one a week Mm. and we're up to alien three how do you feel about prometheus I haven't seen Prometheus. No shit. Oh well, my god! Well, you were supposed yeah. to watch it before. Before, but never fucking mind. <laughs> I'm fucking hype as hell for you to get to Prometheus. I want to talk. Let's do about a whole that. episode on Prometheus. Well, yeah, yeah because uh, we did have this whole conversation. One of the guys in the group loved it. Another one hated mm-hmm. it, and then the one that hated it rewatched it and came around to the other guy's opinion that he was like, it actually was better than I thought. I am a big fan. So yeah. I have not seen it either so we'll do a are Prometheus you serious? episode. I thought you had. I'm always referencing it. <laughs> I know and I'm and I'm like I think I know what you mean. I saw the trailer a billion times. <laughs> Prometheus I will say, is I think Prometheus is sick and then Alien Covenant is less sick, but man, Prometheus, <laughs> fun stuff. I did not I had never seen Aliens. Mm. I had seen mm. Alien and then I had seen mm-hmm. like res you know, I don't know why. I just seen like random movies from the series Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. when i watched i cannot believe the difference between alien and aliens and that they're both equally loved and a lot of people will choose aliens did we have we didn't talk about this on the show did we which where when have we talked about that we've talked about this a little bit i think it might have been with kenny on one of our episodes with him um but yeah no alien being the claustrophobic horror movie and aliens yeah. being like the sci-fi action film, right? But We're all both my, fiance, my fiance hates aliens. She loves the first one, hates the. Oh, second. my wife hated. My wife loved Alien and hated Aliens yeah. also. Yeah. And I get it because it's like all of a sudden you go from, I mean, the first one's a horror movie, mm-hmm. and the second mm-hmm. one is action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second one, the first one, the whole idea is you can't kill these perfect organisms; they're unkillable. Yeah. 
And then the second one, they're just like blowing them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just mowing them down with bullets. I love there's only that. one in the first movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's a billion in the second movie. And it just, and then Bill Paxton, mm. God bless him. Dude, that game was over, man. Game some over. Of the, game some over, of the man. most insane <laughs> acting I've ever seen in my entire life. It's too good. It's too good. See, I love it. I think they gel so well together because the first one is Me so too. restrained. And then Jim Cameron I, comes in for two yeah. and he's like, fuck it. Do it all. <laughs> well, you know, normally that would drive me crazy because you'd be like, well, why? You know, you had a successful thing. Why did you change it? But the fact that he just was like, this is who I, you know, James Cameron is, yeah. is like, this is who I am as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. set the tone for everything that he was going to do after. You got to appreciate it, you know? Well, it's Absolutely. one of those movies that doesn't need a sequel at all. Like, Alien does right. not really, like, set up any sort of, like, mm-hmm. need yeah. for a follow-up. And so if it does have one, you want somebody to just come in and do their own thing with it. And I think, right. that, like, like, with the Mission Impossible movies, like that, like it's like, you know, have somebody step in and just do what they do. And I, I think that's sick that those two did that. And but I this wish is, there were more. This is the thing that I always bitch about with uh, Zack Snyder, where I'm like... Mm. Well, the things, you know, the comic books work. So why don't just do that? And then at the same time, I now like that's the hypocrisy of me is that I see the alien thing and I'm like, oh, I get why you would do that. But maybe I'm just saying, make a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) If you make a good movie, I'm going to say it's a good movie. You know, I think we should. uh, We are inching closer to the Snyder Cuts release. And I think we should. Oh, uh, boy. I think we should talk about Man of Steel and BVS one episode. I think we should. That'd be fun. Yeah. On that and talk about those two movies ahead. of. I don't know if I can sit through all of Man of Steel. (laughs) Uh, I could I could I could try Batman versus Superman. So you prefer Batman v Superman over Man of Steel. That's that's, I haven't seen Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that would be so out on Snyder (laughs) that from so many things that I was just like, because even Man of Steel, I was like, this is. You didn't Atrocious. like it. Yeah, I'd be yeah. in, I'd be interested for you to see the BVS extended cut first because I do think the extended cut is better, but it is it is so long. Heads up, it is very long. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's long. like three hours and some change. That's Oof. like when I when I went to watch the extended cuts of all the Lord of the Rings movies, and you were like, "Oh wait, these were already <laughs> super very long." long. And now, yeah, yeah. And now you're watching scenes. You're like, "I see why they cut this out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be good. Um. I got two things I wanted to ask you. So, with your kids, did you watch um, Soul? Yes, that was fantastic. Good movie. Really enjoyed it. I really really love that. I cannot believe how good they can get that shit to look now. Like the Uh, unbelievable. The light. uh, How are they doing this? I think about that sometimes. Like as a as a kid that loved animation when I when I was little. Like, Mm -hmm. would you look at that and? It looks so real mm-hmm. that as a kid, are you just like, yeah, those are real people. Yeah, that's yeah, just like any other totally. movie. Like, has yeah. it gotten to that point? I think and then, so. But I you're think like, well, they just look really weird in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the environments. Like the when texture. In the real yeah, world. The, yeah. Like the world looks real. And yeah, yeah, people absolutely. look cartoony with real yeah. textures. Yeah. And Toy Story 4, I think, was like the prelude to this because when they were running around in that movie... Um, that shit mm-hmm. looked magnificent. And right. um, 
And then you have a movie like Spider-Verse that also comes along, and there's just a couple of little beats in there, because, of course, Spider-Verse sort of relishes in a lot of its cartooniness, of Wait, course, we, but, like... On this show, we refer to it as the greatest movie of all time, Spider-Verse. The greatest story. movie of That's all time, cool. Spider-Man yeah. Into the Spider-Verse 2018. <laughs> um, <laughs> is uh, There's a couple of moments... Um, where that shit just looks real as well. And it's really, really interesting to see the super stylized characters to be interacting with this world. There's a shot in particular, um, I think it's right after he escapes um, the initial, like, uh, Prowler chase when when Kingpin's just killed Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. There's a bit where he, like, kind of pokes out from behind uh, a car or something like that. And up until Miles pokes out i'm like this is real this shit looks real just the way that the light is reflecting off of the water in the street and the car it was insane and then yeah it was out and it's like that looks so fucking good it was unbelievable yeah jamie fox is wonderful and it's got some really nice pixar heart and uh it's got um the new zealand actress that taika waititi always puts in his films um oh yeah 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 what's her name (laughs) rachel house she plays Terry, running around. Oh, Terry. yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. In uh, in Ragnarok, she's a uh, grandmaster's uh, sort of right hand man. Um, I can't remember her name. That was that shit's good. That's a good movie. I don't know if you guys know. Um, yeah, we know. <laughs> other thing, Ryan, did you watch Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? No, that movie. My... That movie also looks photorealistic. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, I did not. That is a movie that I do want to see. I did enjoy the first Wonder Woman. I very much enjoy Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but my kids chose to watch that without me, so now I'm, I'm you know, floating Just left out to, to see by myself, yeah, and I'm yeah. about to find the time to do it. You know, well, not own. to spoil pop culture news, but they're sub- they've submitted it for consideration for Best Picture in the Oscars this year. And it's not going to so. get it, right, from what I've heard? probably not but most i mean but there's also been oh, i think only three movies this year so it's kind it of comes down to this shot. and sonic the hedgehog <laughs> she does gonna say the the nominees list this year is gonna be insane I sonic might pick sonic the hedgehog but i liked i had fun with wonder woman tenet tenet brackets with subtitles on is what's specifically nominated uh that episode of the mandalorian some documentaries that i watch on netflix (laughs) Uh, tiger the bachelor tiger king is nominated for best picture yeah yeah the pistons game from last night was there anything you watched in particular that you uh wanted to share on this segment and also on our segment supple suggestions on our own show supple boys that you can listen to now on apple podcasts and spotify and all the other places no, I want to save all of my good thoughts and hot takes for our podcast, Supple Boys, which is available on all the places that you just said. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, Do you guys, yeah. can I, should I just leave for a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since we podcasted as well, so we're just, sorry, Ryan, sorry, I didn't see you there. Um, well, without further ado, then, I think it's time to launch into a little pop culture news, I think. Sure. All right, I will go ahead and do the theme. Pop culture news. Ooh, oh, that's the new what theme. the fuck was that? It was beautiful. It you was you kicked so it off. I, you I, you I know said, I, 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 I <laughs> um, somebody. I think it might have been uh, Abigail, our our patron, um, mentioned on Twitter the group that does the pop culture theme that Donnie uses, 
And so I spent like a good hour going through that group's songs trying to find the fucking pop culture news theme. Still didn't find it, so uh, <laughs> who knows? So instead you've improvised and you've gotten rid of sad pop culture news theme, which is a fucking outrage because people love that shit. But yeah, sure. I know. Take those creative liberties, just, Ethan. That's fine. Well, what I don't like, as as the gatekeeper of the pop culture news um, uh, segment of this show, I don't like <laughs> the way that sad pop culture news theme it's really slows the momentum down to a halt as we head into my segment. Well, jokes on you. Well, I'm going to edit it in anyway, bitch. Talking oh, about talking about the pop culture news theme definitely yeah. doesn't <laughs> slow things down going into your No, side. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> People like peeks behind the curtain, you know, the curtain of this oh, wonderful they love show. It. They boom. love mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough. Very cool. Listen, so probably the biggest pop culture news, we got a shit ton of pop culture news, but only some of it is interesting. So um, the biggest pop culture news this week i'm sure uh is that uh kevin feige confirmed that deadpool 3 is happening in the mcu and it will be oh r-rated God. and it will be with ryan reynolds um, that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy it's cool yeah. news <laughs> i'm just very um, excited there's a now. great there's a great response from ryan reynolds where he tweeted uh I showed them spider-man one and two and told them it was deadpool one <laughs> and two um which is good shit. Uh, Kevin Feige says it will be R-rated, and we are working on a script right now. And Ryan's overseeing the script right now. Uh, it will not be filming this year. Ryan is very, very busy. Uh, we've got a number of things we've already announced that we now have to make, but it's exciting for it to have begun. Uh, so yeah, that's that was long rumored, but it's happening. Ha- very cool. Do either of you know has Disney made R-rated content before? Probably yeah. a, a subsect of Disney has in some fashion before. I don't Disney proper. Absolutely. I don't like not, how but. quickly Ethan said yes, but he has no, no proof. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just said yeah. Of course. Yeah. That uh, that race to which mountain remake that was rated R. Yeah. Race I'm to which to th- mountain. <laughs> anything. Anything with. I mean, they're are they so they're gonna brand it as this seems like this is gonna be fraught. This is gonna be difficult. It's crazy. They're, it, yeah. it's crazy mm-hmm. and and it's and it's also a big thing because it's in the mcu so does this open up like a darker side of the mcu i don't know well it's i think the the most fun thing is that we get to keep ryan reynolds because that's mm-hmm. fun and yeah. you know, since we know we're gonna be fucking around with the multiverse pretty soon here it's just so mm-hmm. easy to just pull him and the you know because he's deadpool he can you know we're gonna be making jokes about uh, what the fuck is he doing here he's gonna be so self-aware ethan it's gonna be so good I, I mean, was... I love I love the idea of him being like, oh shit, I'm in a completely different universe. Now. I'm in the MCU. <laughs> He's going to be able to reference the MCU in an MCU. I was that a big proponent cool, of yeah. the idea that he would get censored, that he would be annoyed that he's bleeped because it's a PG-13 movie. But you know, whatever. I can't. I can't understand though when you said this whole thing. Ryan Reynolds is very very busy. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything more important in his life than... I mean, I know that he's trying to be a billionaire and he's making Mint Mobile and all this stuff. Mint Mobile. But, like, it's... Deadpool is the thing, right? Like, Mm. that's the thing that catapulted him into the stratosphere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, does he really not have as much time? Or are they like, we've really got to, like, hunker down and figure this thing out? Are you sure it was Deadpool and it wasn't Green Lantern, though? Are you sure Green Lantern wasn't really... The, the the star Ryan Reynolds. I mean that vaulted him uh, down. Oh, I okay. guess. Oh. I thought he his his uh, obsession with becoming a comic book superhero star 
uh, was pretty pretty fun, and I'm glad pretty that good. it worked out for him. And because like yeah. you know, when you see Deadpool, clearly the the budget, the first one, the budget mm-hmm. wasn't insane. So that yeah. one could have just been, you know, he he had already done what uh, he had been. Deadpool in Wolverine, and that was like the fakest mm-hmm. version of Deadpool ever. Mm-hmm. He had been Green Lantern. He did that R.I.P.D. Remember that? He did. Yeah. Comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And then finally he does Deadpool, and still that was a kind of a, you know, that was kind of a, uh, a long shot. And that one ended up, I mean, that one was huge. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he got it right. He got it right. And I'm excited for and it. And now he doesn't Genuinely. have time for it. And now I'm pissed. You know, Mint Mobile. Have you ever tried to run a cellular company, Ryan? I, I haven't tried to run any companies. Oh, all right. And well, I was, in fact, well, I would say why. that every other job that I've done besides comic book art, I was bad at. <laughs> <laughs> including podcasting? <laughs> yes, including podcasting. Absolutely. I have a hard um, to time answer... be- to believe you weren't just running you know things at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel, <laughs> you had to be king of the hill. Oh, no, I was told to my face by one of the managers um, that he w- he said to me, I was he was trying to teach me how to do something, and I was like goofing around or whatever. And he said, "You know, I would fire you if you weren't so goddamn funny." <laughs> <laughs> they kept you That's around for show. the laughs, Ryan. Like, Thank you. So this is a tacit agreement that mm-hmm. I'm allowed to just fuck around. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm here for. To be fair, we told you the same thing about a month into the podcast, so that works out. <laughs> I think you guys said you, that I needed to bring the energy up or else, and I couldn't hear <laughs> what the or else was. To answer the earlier question about Disney and R-rated stuff, they created a subsidiary, a subsidiary called Touchstone Pictures to release more mature stuff through. Mm. Um, which they started with Splash, which wasn't rated R, but then they moved into Down and Out in Beverly Hills, which was their first R-rated movie, then released stuff like, uh, through another division called Hollywood Pictures, released stuff like Nixon, Oliver Stone's Nixon, mm-hmm. and The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Um, Ooh, now we're the, t- that's then, R-rated, yes. Yeah, and then they've bought, they've bought other studios that release R-rated stuff, like Miramax, which released Pulp Fiction. Um, and then they've only recently started doing that more because now, of course, they own Fox, so they're releasing several R-rated movies through through Fox. Um, so I mean, yeah, there's I like it. For it. I'm somebody, glad. Yeah. Listen, Ethan, the way that you said, yeah, earlier, I'm glad that you just pulled that all off the top of your dome, and that we're going to edit this yeah. into that part, mm-hmm. so that yeah. you can make a fool of me. This is from my that, encyclopedic knowledge. Of, I, as you were saying it, I couldn't tell if you, were you looking off camera or were you just you were just saying it no. Off, well, okay. I was doing that thing like I was like doing a Rain Man thing where I was like going through my mind palace of, of facts about <laughs> right, Disney subsidiaries. <laughs> I always they, forget about your mind palace. Yeah. You have an alphabetical. You saw you saw one alpha alphabetized list of all the companies that Disney owns, and you just have That's it right. in your in your mind palace. That's just right. dug through that real quick. Very cool, Ethan. I still am say I still want to say this mm-hmm. is going to be a Marvel movie. This is going to have yeah. the logo that yeah. is on Griffin's forehead right now on his hat. <laughs> and I am wearing that, a very cool Marvel hat. That is going to be so hard to navigate. I mean, it'd be like making an R-rated Star Wars. Mm. That's true. Sounds Which cool. Would be badass. I'm in. Never mind. Be. This is great. It's gonna be good. Um, probably the second biggest news of the week was, uh, was just from today. We, we had the, uh, the top trend on Twitter for a while was, uh, about Chris Evans, uh, p- potentially he's, it's, it's reported that he's reprising his role as Captain America in some, in some respect. 
Um, to which he responded just by tweeting news to me with a little shruggy emoji. Uh, but then he was saying that he was enjoying people's GIF responses and stuff. So I don't know. It seems suspicious. I'm sure there's I mean, something that, going on there. That's like when uh, Tatiana Mislani was like, oh, I'm, I'm not, not playing She-Hulk. She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah. And Are you sure? Because they said she totally was. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. and yeah. So who knows? Maybe, maybe he was, because, you know, like, what Vin Diesel was saying, he was going to play Black Bolt that one time, and then he kind of got true. in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you a quick story about this isn't even a good story. I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, today I was walking with my son, my six year old, and he was what? I, I want to know if you guys know this. Like, so so you can see me on the camera, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was walking like this, like holding his hands like this, mm-hmm. and he said. I'm walking like this because that's how Captain America stands. Oh, nice. Aww. And he refused to walk. He refused to take his hands off, and he looked very serious the whole way. Like like he had a mission or something. Like He was, like, he was hoping somebody would see him or something. I like that. That's <laughs> a great story. That's no, not a great story. It's not, it, great. it's not a great Ryan Stegman story because it doesn't end in tragedy, but yeah. it's, mm-hmm, it's a good mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just confused. My wife and I were like, does he stand like that? I don't know if he stands like that. <laughs> of course he stands. He holds his belt just... buckle or whatever. Yeah, 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 oh, is yeah. that what he's talking about? That yeah, might be yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I kind of could see it, but I couldn't quite pinpoint what he meant. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's sick. I love that. Well, burning through my 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 twenty plus tabs here, uh, a cinematographer from the upcoming Moon Knight series, uh, he he confirmed because I guess it still hasn't been officially confirmed. He confirmed that Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. So, I guess oh, okay. I guess he would know. He's sitting there at the camera. So that's a very um, good uh, Moon Knight. That is awesome. I'm very well, pleased with that. Yeah, I, uh, I yeah. I would love for Moon Knight to become. Because, you know, like, like how Venom, like, you know, not to, to toot our own horns, but Venom was, you know, he, he wasn't the biggest character. And then yeah. Donnie and I started on him and the movie came out. Mm-hmm. And then Venom now is like one of the biggest characters of Marvel. And Moon Knight should have that. Somebody's got to come in and do give that treatment to Moon Knight. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And yeah. if they can coincide, because the Moon Knight's a show, right? It's going to be on Disney Plus. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If they can get those two things off the ground together, that would be freaking awesome. Because Moon Knight, since I was a kid, has been, you know, you see Moon Knight the first time, you're like, that is one of the coolest looking characters ever. Of course. And mm-hmm. they've got to find, they've got to find a way. There's yeah, so and, many good Moon Knight runs. Like there's and, so much good content to draw from. Right. And I agree that we would be very good at it, but I, I you know, and I think uh, we just got to see if it's in the cards for us mostly. But yes, right. we would write and a great Moon Knight. Is if what you're I'm offering saying. us the job, then yeah, sure. Then I mean, yeah, we'll take it because I think we could do. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of Moon Knights. I ideas. was recently given the authority at Marvel to hire and fire people. Oh, okay. Uh, for just any for projects Knight, I want. Though. No, oh, okay. for anything. Well, great. Well, we'd love uh, so, to work on Moon Knight. Yeah, so you guys uh-huh. get started, and okay. um, you know, we'll see. I it's gonna be for free. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a yeah. That is a bit. Mm, that does change things. I mean, well, I mean we'll do it listen, obviously, this is, but this is we'll your do own it. fault. You guys have established that you guys do <laughs> the shit for free. Fuck. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We're gonna eventually get to Marvel, and they're gonna be like, and now it says here that you. Don't Work require any sort of payment. <laughs> which you guys is are independently wealthy? 
You guys work for Clout, is that right? Uh, <laughs> that says here you Clout with a K? <laughs> well, that's very cool, boys, with an I. All right, well, Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige also said that uh, the pandemic only delayed the Disney Plus shows by, quote, weeks. So apparently that train is just rolling on schedule, uh, which is crazy because, like, Black Widow was supposed to already be out by now. And as of recording this, WandaVision starts tomorrow. So yeah. it's like the movies have been uh, derailed completely, but the shows are just running on time. It's crazy. Um, I'm thrilled about the... Uh the movies and or the shows and everything that they've been that they've got planned uh-huh. and did you did you guys see my twitter yeah you got that oh, dope yeah, one yeah, division yeah. package tell us about it. i got cool. the all right so oh crap hold on uh so anyway uh marvel sent or well i got this package Mm-hmm. And it's this big box, and it says Wandavision. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, I've gotten like Funko boxes before, so I, I mm-hmm. thought maybe it was like a Funko Pop thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was. I opened it up, and it's like got a, an old TV guide with Wandavision on the cover. It's got a TV tray. It's all like very 60s. There's coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they've all got like uh, Scarlet Witch or Vision on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, silverware, which was made of plastic. Uh, wheat, wheat plastic, as a matter of fact, um, a, uh, a pint glass and all this stuff. And uh, I open it and I'm like, I'm saying to my wife, I'm like, did Disney Plus send this to every freaking subscriber? <laughs> like, wild. this is nuts. And she's like, oh, that would be so much money. I don't think they did mm-hmm. that. And I was like, like all my brain could comprehend was, yeah. They sent it to everybody. And, uh, so I go on Twitter and I'm like, I'm like, hey, did everybody get this WandaVision box from Disney Plus? And people are replying. And some people are like, no, that sounds cool. You know, and then there's some people that are like, why are you rubbing it in our faces? Uh, like collector's this items. Like, like people were mad. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I got a text from uh, Marvel that was like, it was from CB. And he was like. Hey, we sent you that box. Uh, you know, you're an, a Marvel influencer. Could you please like show a picture Ooh. of it? Or <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, I'm an influencer. You're a Marvel so, influencer, oh yeah. Ryan. That's so, exactly uh, my shtick tonight. A, is Marvel influencer? Next time you get a promo box, you gotta you gotta save the opening for an unboxing video that we do right. live on the podcast. Well, the worst the worst was my rollout of this announcement was so botched at that point. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, does anybody else have this? <laughs> and then they're like, no. And then I was like, oh. Uh, people are like, what is it? And I'm like, here's a picture. And then I forgot to attach a picture. And so, like, everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I don't know. So then I finally tweeted a picture and, like, made it as as much of an ad as possible for the show, which I'm not, I honestly, I will say I opened this thing up and I'm like, you know what? I am now really fucking excited for this show. (laughs) (laughs) And then my kids were like, what show is it? And I'm like, it's WandaVision. It comes out on Friday. They're like, can we watch it on Friday? (laughs) So we were all immediately sold capitalism at its best. Mm, We did it. Fuck yeah. I love it. I love it. I love capitalism. <laughs> Capital C consumer. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, like I said, Wonder Woman has submitted itself for uh, for Best Picture uh, at the Oscars, uh-huh. which is Wonder nuts. Woman as and an entity submitted itself. 
<laughs> it's crazy to think that like it feels like the the crop of 2020 movies is the only one in which it's i mean anything's possible right. anything's possible <laughs> um it would be staggering if it won uh but you know whatever uh captain marvel brie larson said that she's gearing up she's started training for captain marvel 2 that's pretty cool yeah it's a tiny piece of news uh um you know how we might be going back to the uh the michael keaton verse in the flash movie apparently right uh it, it's possible that they're looking at bringing danny devito back as the penguin which i really want i think that would be sick well he was i mean he is the penguin he was mm. he yeah. was born the penguin so <laughs> yeah I, I i would like that but are they just so are, so do we just have like the the spider-man in you know the movie where he's gonna have all the old characters back and then they're also gonna do this in a flash movie it's it's gonna be the same exact thing that happened um the year civil war came out because batman v superman and civil war both came out like back to back and it was like the year of the movies where the heroes battle each other it's gonna be the couple of years where it's it's all the multiverse stuff just mm-hmm. and that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be it um mm-hmm. which by multiverse the way is, the... multiverse is way cooler mm-hmm way cooler and also where yeah. the where the fuck is the spider-man 3 trailer where is it i want it now did you see that tom holland uh a couple of days ago he was like he was teasing on his twitter he was like two days guys two days and we were all like oh fuck Spider-Man. and then it was a trailer for cherry starring <laughs> tom holland oh man uh, oh man which listen that I, trailer people looked, are hyped uh, for it yeah that looked all right um, it's the, trailer, trailer, the, the tone of the trailer i feel like is not going to line up with what the movie is um but you know we'll see i don't like Tom that Holland's title. an action guy he does drugs or something it's Andy, good. andy's a soldier okay i can't tell if i like that title actually i don't mm. like it on the fence I, it I doesn't like tell it. me anything about it no nah. is his name uh, cherry yeah don cherry Tom Cherry. You'd have to hear. You have Cherry. to hear Tom Holland say it because if when Tom Holland says the title, it's like Cheerio, Ch- Cheerio. Uh, <laughs> oh, ch- Cherry. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Peter Parker, Cherry. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm doing um, Spider-Man three. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, Ke- Kevin Feige got uh, just bombarded with questions in a uh, tr- trendingly uncomfortable Collider interview <laughs> this week. Uh, where uh, one of the one of the reporters from Collider uh, was was really letting him have it. Uh, Kevin Feige, if you watch the video, because this was trending all over Twitter, Kevin Feige looked massively uncomfortable in this interview, mm-hmm. like from the start, and he seemed like he really didn't, he really couldn't be talking about anything. But the interviewer just kept asking very specific questions and not letting things go, um, including. Are, to- are Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield back in Spider-Man 3? And Kevin Feige's like, oh, you know, the funny thing is, sometimes speculation's right, sometimes it's wrong. Anyway. And uh, and then the guy was like, okay, cool, but are they in it? And Kevin Feige's like... And, and then and then he can, he can move on to other topics, like whether Charlie Cox would be back as Daredevil. Um, and that was the question that... That was the straw that really broke the camel's back, because Kevin Feige just stopped answering and just started shaking his head no um there's a bit when the guy says do you have somebody in mind uh to play wolverine next and kevin feige cuts him off and just goes no (laughs) no 
Well, no. so like, what was this guy trying to hold his feet to the fire or something? Is this as though yeah. this is actually important news? Like, <laughs> this is the Axios interview journalist. with Donald Trump where somebody's <laughs> like, I'm not going to let this guy off the hook. I've got it. Like, mm-hmm. is that how? Because I haven't seen it, but is that how it appears? Like, it, that's this how guy it feels. He was pushing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, this guy won't be doing any more of those interviews then. <laughs> I think that's... Well, who knows, Apparently man. he's he known for all. this. Yeah, he's known for this kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. But, yeah. so, but so has he ever gotten into this uncomfortable of territory with anybody else before? I don't know. I try not to watch okay. his videos. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. But, uh, but if you watch this one, the main thing that was trending from it was the Daredevil question because Kevin Feige is very much like everything's on the table who knows so people really think daredevil's gonna be in this fucking movie um and that would be really cool obviously mm. um here yeah, i always love to get a given out of the blue news uh that nobody really gives a shit about and just get your thoughts on it ryan yeah. uh do you like silence of the lambs uh it's one of the best movies of all time all right do you like cbs originals do i like clarice <laughs> the show that they're gonna do yeah clarice I didn't know about that. I saw that in, in on football games they were advertising it this past weekend, and I was like, mm-hmm. how did I not know about this? So do I have to have CBS All Access to watch it? No, it's going to be on CBS, I believe, and it's you know it's all about Clarice, quote, pursuing serial murderers and sexual predators while navigating the high-stakes political world of Washington, D.C. So it's just yeah, a procedural. Know. They just took Silence of the Lambs, yeah, and but they're going to do a procedural. That That's, but I will say, every, every piece of media that I've consumed regarding the uh, Hannibal Lecter character has been great. I like the books. Yeah, that's true. I liked all the movies, including Red Dragon, which a lot of people uh, skipped over. Uh, the Hannibal, the show, mm-hmm. great. Uh, well, it got a little weird at one point, but it it, it came roaring back. Okay. Uh, okay. So I have high hopes, right? Like, it's a it's yeah. a good prem. I mean, are we talking? She's gonna be like, is she gonna be like running for Senate or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I say. If it was, if it was uh, maybe a bit more prestige network, what did Hannibal air on? Was it CBS I... or something like that? What? I... Yeah, I thought it was NBC. Oh, NBC. Yeah, it was one of the three yeah. major networks for sure. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. Oh no, that's a that's a fact. That is a fact. No, they, I, they... I I believe that. What I don't know is, is CBS really gonna <laughs> pull it off? Are they gonna be the network to do it? I don't know. We'll see. I, you know, think, uh, I think I think I think Hannibal will probably show up in the season one finale, and then season two will be Clarice oh, he's, versus he's, Hannibal. He's the big overarching villain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll be in the shadows for all of season one until they cast him. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but but do we agree, guys? Uh, uh, Griffin, you're a film film guy. Uh, Ethan, you're a, a nerd. A nerd. Um, <laughs> a, nerd. Uh, a big fucking thanks, nerd. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> One of the greatest movies of all time, yes or no? Yes. My dad has a yeah, wonderful yeah, story yeah. about when he uh, when he saw it the first Murdered time. Murdered a bunch of women. <laughs> and he came out, yeah, inspiring work. No, but he came out in the middle of the day and he was still looking over his shoulder. I love hearing him, hearing him tell that story because it's like, yeah, that's a spooky movie. Oh, yeah, you can't <laughs> hear that American Girl song by Tom Petty without thinking, oh, oh my man. God. Oh, man. Absolutely. Anthony Hopkins is uh, just fucking great. So yeah. good, so Fuck good. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? Oh yeah, some Venom news. Venom, let there be carnage. Yes. Uh, 
the the first yes! trailer is, is set for the Super Bowl halftime show on yes! February seventh. I'm so ready. <laughs> I don't know if I am ready, but no, I will. I want it. I will let it wash over me, and I will have immediate opinions. That's all I can say. But also, but also, maybe somebody faked this announcement. Who's to say? <laughs> no, no. It's Why do there you are say there are conflicting reports as to whether or not the Venom colon Let There Be Carnage trailer will be at the Super Bowl on February 7th. Uh, you got all these websites like We Got This Covered. They're going to war at one another. Just conflicting reports about this. This is Chris Evans also go, doing shrug emoji. He's doing shrug emojis. He's like, no, no, no. I say I'm excited for that movie because Woody Harrelson is probably going to be pretty fucking good no matter what. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Well, also, I mean, Tom Hardy... And Tom Hardy's fantastic. He's... I wasn't crazy about his performance in the first one, but he went for it, and he is... He is a 99% for me. Like, everything else that he's done, I've been on board with, so maybe I'm just too close to Venom to I recognize. think um I think it was, you know, either script or direction or whatever for that first movie that performance there i think the fact that he committed so hard to it is is all i need to see and i think if they get a better that's a good way a yeah, better script good way and it, um sure. and i think andy circus is going to do some cool stuff um i think it's going to be fun we'll see mm-hmm. uh you didn't mention that morbius got pushed back ethan i'm very concerned about this okay Okay. <laughs> it got pushed. Morbius. It got is he pushed methoding the... for Morbius? Is he biting people's necks? To... I believe he is. I believe okay. he did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. They moved it to October, which is even closer to the the date that they still have pinned down for Spider Man Three. October. That that sounds like Halloween. Ooh. Ooh. If everybody remembers, Jared Leto movie. was sending pigs' heads and used condoms to his co-stars when he was uh, playing the Joker in Suicide Squad. And the weird news is, is that he's still sending used condoms to his co-stars in Morbius. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! I don't know. What that's to make his of that signature. Anything. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's his uh, signature. But... That's not real. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. That, that stuff with him doing all of his method shit to be Joker is so funny when you realize what his version of Joker ended up being, which is like one and out and everybody's not on board with it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's back. He's, he's back, back in the Snyder Cut. Yep. Let's go. Also, that's, one of the only, that's, that's one of the only new scenes being filmed for the Snyder Cut. Is Do you guys want to change the name of the show to release the Snyder Cut or something yeah. where yeah. we talk about this all the time. <laughs> it is insane the amount of time we devote it to It dominates pop cut. culture news. It's trending like every day. Like legitimately. There's there's Ray Fisher news about it today which we can get to in a second. Um, but first we gotta talk about The King's Man. You guys like Kingsman? Yes. You guys like Kingsman 2? The Golden Circle? Less I don't know if I saw so. it. <laughs> it's bad. I do but love King's all the Elton Man, John bits in that movie. It's damn yeah. good. King's Man is probably going to go to Hulu. So oh, there you go. All right. And what about the other six Kingsman movies that Matthew Vaughn wants to make? Unclear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How about this? Bunch of, do, bunch you of... got, do you got. Speaking of the Snyder Cut, bitch, we're still going. <laughs> Harry Lennox is Martian Manhunter in the movie. I have that too. Yeah. Let's just get into. Full, that's, all right. New, <laughs> yeah. new segment Snyder Cut News. <laughs> oh, my God. 
cut news. Nothing is oh, weirder yeah. to me than this Snyder Cut thing where he's like, <laughs> they're like, recut the movie how you were going to make it. And then he's like, I have to reshoot $200 million worth of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning this is a different fucking movie. <laughs> no, no. He's no, making no. it with the hindsight of the last several years. It's not the same movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, weird. But. Harry Lennox is going to be Martian Manhunter in it, which he claims he had planned all along. Um, that's, that's, Who's that's, Harry Lennox? He was the general in the in the previous movie, the the military general that we saw in the previous movies. Um, okay. And now he's Martian Manhunter, General okay. Swanwick. You didn't see the other one. You saw Man of Steel, but you didn't see Ryan's the other so one. hype. So, Look at him. He's so excited. This is unbelievable. This is one of the weirdest. This is this is fandom out of control. That that they've convinced <laughs> Warner Brothers to pump a bunch of m- more money into a movie that was already made, as though it's going to be a different movie. It is going to be a different movie. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not going to make back a fraction of, right. of what of what it costs because even Wonder Woman they're considering a failed experiment. Well, you know so. what it is is they need those HBO Max subscribers. That's why they said. Mm-hmm. All the Warner Brothers slate is going right to fucking streaming for 2021. This is a good lesson for everybody that (laughs) nerds, nerds Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast. So everybody that's listening, (laughs) you've become too powerful. And sometimes people need to understand when they've become too powerful. You might feel like we're taking a victory lap. We did it. We made it, guys. We're running Hollywood. But you have to understand the capital. the destruction that you can cause <laughs> is too great. Mm-hmm. It's time to rein it in and say, you know what? We don't want the Snyder Cut. Please. <laughs> oh, unrelease the Snyder Cut. Yeah. <laughs> Take back Put the it Snyder in the vault. Cut. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, Ray Fisher's been talking a lot about it, how he was treated like shit when he was playing Cyborg on the sets of both Justice League movies that he, he filmed. Um, and oh. Warner Brothers fired back and they were like, no, you weren't. You weren't treated like shit. And then he fired back and he's like, Jeff Johns treated me like shit and so did Joss Whedon. And then they fired back and they were like, sorry, but, you know, you're removed from the movie. So now he's removed from the movie. He's not or from the Flash movie. He's not going to be playing Cyborg anymore. And he released a statement and he's like, this is fucking stupid. I was treated like shit. And then Warner Brothers was like, hey, man, we're all friends. He said Jeff uh, Johns was treating him like shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. A lot of these allegations are against Jeff Johns for being like a, a tyrant and a crazy person and a, a terrible, abusive producer. Uh, <laughs> no comment. What the fuck? I've never met <laughs> yeah. Jeff. I hope yeah. that's not true. Holy shit! That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've honestly never met Jeff, and you know I've never even seen him in person. Uh, he went to Michigan State, you so. Did. He did. He's a he and I have a connection. Ray, Ray Fisher's kind of equally pointing fingers at Jeff Johns and at Josh Joss Whedon here, because essentially, like, he kind of went over Joss's head and went to Jeff Johns and was like, "Hey, this is all going on." And then Jeff Johns allegedly was like, "Hey, shut up if you want to keep your career." So, um, all right, is what well, it is. That's something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is something. That is a pop culture news. I do not have a thought on that subject. <laughs> bunch of video games were announced, including new Star Wars games and uh, most notably a, f- a fucking Indiana Jones video game. Let's uh, go. From Bethesda, which is crazy. Very cool. Um, so the publisher is... behind Fallout and Doom, they're working on Indiana Jones. Very cool. Oh, I was going to ask if it was just going to be Pitfall. 
but with uh, <laughs> yes, like a fedora on the yes. character. That is exactly what it's going to be, actually. All right, I'll end up playing this game, so I'm not going to make fun of it. <laughs> Dope. Do you like Indiana Jones? Do I like? Yes, of course I like Indiana okay. Jones. Well, fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> you how old know. I am? I am the demographic. I am yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was born into that. that but you life. hadn't seen Star Wars for like ages, so I had to fucking ask. That's I true. Don't know. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. The Star Wars thing is weird because I feel like that's something that your dad has to introduce you to. Or At you have point, to have a yeah. friend that has the tapes or something, yeah. and I, which I didn't have. And their dad introduced them to it. So Right, and my dad, dad is super into sci-fi, and he l- would show me movies all the time. Mm-hmm. All kinds of action movies. But Star Wars was just never the one part I of missed. it. I definitely Thank watched you. Indiana Jones with my dad. Like, all those things, that, the that whole education in those movies uh, happened, but... The Star Wars one never did. I'll never understand why. And I'll bring up Star Wars now, and he's like, yeah, I, never, I just never really cared for those. Wild. Um, but, uh, but Indiana Jones fucking slaps. I love Indiana mm-hmm. Jones. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. If we're talking the reverse, we're talking video game to movie, Sony has plans for more live-action PlayStation adaptations after Uncharted and The Last of Us. I think they're starting a whole slate of them. Ryan, okay. are there any video games that you want to see turned into a movie? I'm going to skip that question and go right into I want to see a Zelda comic book. Ooh. I've wanted to see that for years. That'd be dope. Um, um, who could possibly have the rights to that? Like a Dark Horse maybe? IDW? I don't think that I don't think I know that there's a Zelda manga. Um, nope. But there is not a Zelda like an American comic. I, at some point I was working for a company that was trying to get the license or something. And this was very early in my career and I did some art for it but i remember thinking like this is perfect this is because zelda's a little weird where like the story ch- changes drastically between every video game mm-hmm. uh but i don't know I well see that's that. why i think it could make such a great like anthology book you know you do one arc and and then you just say all right and just in the same vein as the video games you sort of just reset right. back to basics whatever right. basics you want that to be in the next one so yeah he's always frozen in time and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this is four thousand years later uh, <laughs> but technology is pretty much the same <laughs> uh, two more pieces of news bit. Uh-huh. Let's backpedal for a second. We're back in Snyder Cut news. No, <laughs> we got out. God. How did this happen? <laughs> it's actually it's actually more Joss Whedon Cut news. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to play the sad pop culture news theme for this one. Because Ben Affleck opened up about his, quote, suffering while making the Joss Whedon Cut. <laughs> Why? What, was he, what did he say? <laughs> well, here's the whole quote. Quote, I did Batman because I wanted to do it for my kids. I wanted to do something that my son would dig. I mean, my kids didn't see Argo. (laughs) Zach wanted to do a version of the Dark Knight graphic novel series, which is a good version of that. Unfortunately, there are a lot of reasons why things go the way they do in the movie business. And just because your face is on the poster doesn't mean that you're dictating all those things. And if you were, that they would go well. I wore the suit to my son's birthday party, which was worth every minute of my suffering on Justice League. I started drinking too much, and it's a hard thing to confront and face and deal with. I've been sober for a while now, and I feel really good. As healthy and good as I've ever felt. So, 
all the speculation from looking at him in that movie and saying this looks like a dark time for Ben was seemed to be accurate. Yeah, and and we have the 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 Hello Darkness, my old friend video mm-hmm. with the interview where he yeah. stares off into space. I want to know they they always say these things like these celebrities. You know, I, I guess there was an interview with uh, Ben Affleck where he was clearly wasted, but they're always like talking about how they have a drinking problem, and then you see them in these yeah. things and they look not bloated, not like a drunk. You yeah. know, and they always seem to have at that time been so like do you think that in that video that he was where he was staring off into space he was loaded i i mean i think potentially yeah it seemed like that whole time was a haze for him he but uh, you know he he's he has a he's a perpetual motion machine of creating memes did you see the dunkin donuts photos of him uh, a few days back there's these photos of him picking up his Dunkin' Donuts that's been left on on his uh, on his porch, um, and so there's him bending up to pick it over. But when he stands up and he sees that photos are being taken of him getting his Dunkin' Donuts, the face is just incredible. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the proper face to make when you've been caught with Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. He also he also drops one of the coffees he got from Dunkin', so it's like a fucking disaster. Right. It's so good. Rip. But yeah, I, I feel bad for him. I'm glad he's feeling better. Um, yes, that I will say. La- I'm, I am glad that he ha- is sober and, you know, it's good. Final piece of news. Final piece of news. What if I told you, Ryan, that you uh, you could get your first look at the Riddler in, in Robert Pattinson's Batman? Mm-hmm. Wait, who's playing the Riddler? Paul Dano. Uh, uh, Paul Dano of Swiss Army Man fame and also Prisoners and other things. Sure. Let me see it. Well, hold on. <laughs> now, <laughs> hold your horses, sir. You got to wait for the big what reveal. If I told you that, what if I told you that that first look came in the form of a Mountain Dew label? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you know, I am a, uh ardent hater of Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they their graphics are second to none. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. What if I told you again that it came from a really pixelated leaked Mountain Dew label? <laughs> it, show me the goddamn picture. <laughs> so this is a this is the label of Mountain Dew Riddler's Brew, uh, and you can see a really pixelated Riddler with a green mask and a question mark right oh, there. For fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> All right. Where did they find this? Who posted this? Uh, this was, I guess, leaked by Best Products on Twitter. Best Products. Best Products. Okay. But also, but also keep in mind, there's a chance that this is fake. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. I would say so. <laughs> to be fair, I thought I saw this shit over the summer. I thought this was AEW. So it's breaking know. news. Okay. Okay. Guys, I have a. Uh, I'm tearing the page off right now. I got a Bob Ross 2021 calendar. You guys want to see the masterpiece mm. for today, January the 14th? Look at that shit. Oh, oh that looks like it has some happy little trees. In it. There's a couple of that happy looks like trees That looks there. like where I live. <laughs> it does. You lucky bastard. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's great to live in Alaska in the winter. Yeah, How I think lucky. Ethan loves it. He's only ever said good things. Let's tell the story of barfing in my wife's face. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to hear it? Yeah. You guys ready? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. So, this is... I was probably... I must have been 24. 
and we went to uh, Wizard World Chicago Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I were not married. We got married when we were 27. So she stuck with me through this. Mm-hmm. Thank you, darling. Um, she's so excited that I'm going to tell this other story. <laughs> she brought it up before we did the podcast. She said, are you going to tell the story? Yes. Uh, yes, anyway, uh, I So I... Uh, we went to a convention and we would, you know, we were young and we would get like rip roaring drunk with our friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And at the time I was starting to make some headway into the industry. I was starting to get, you know, review, you know, like uh, contacts and I would have reviews set up and, you know, I'd be going to meet editors or whatever. So, but, you know, like I also couldn't, couldn't control this side of myself that, that was, a you know, a party animal. <laughs> was 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was 24, a normal 24-year-old. Yeah. And um, so we go to Chicago and proceed to get rip-roaring drunk with mm-hmm. our friends that are all, you know, a lot, like Dennis Hopeless was there, I remember. Uh, Kevin Mellon, he's a comic book artist. He does, like, uh, storyboards now. And um, we get pretty ripped. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I wake up, and everyone, this happened twice that I can think of, where... I wake up the next day and I am throwing up and there is no fixing it. Like I am going to throw up. I'm not going to keep anything down all day. Damn. And I have two reviews set up. I have one with Marvel and one with Dynamite. Oh, fuck. So I have <laughs> to go to these inter- to these reviews. Uh, and I'm, I'm just throwing up every 15 minutes. I'm trying to take down water. Can't do it. Can't do it. You know, whatever. And so... I go, or so I'm like, um, Aaron, I gotta go into the thing, and she's like, there, you can't. Like, I've seen how you are today. This is not gonna work. And I'm like, well, I have to do it, so I'm gonna go. And so we get in the car, and of course I start, you know, like getting motion sick right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's driving, and uh, she's dri- she. Uh, is about to pull into the parking lot at the uh, Rosemont Convention Center. And uh, all of a sudden I'm like, (laughs) which she thinks is a sneeze. Uh, But she's like, oh, did you just sneeze? I got that on my face. And then she looks at me and I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) and uh, all over the windshield. And, uh, she, uh. so yes I, I barfed on her and then i was just like oh and then i we're sitting in the car <laughs> and these cops pull up behind us because you know like the, at conventions they're always like you can't sit there like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> so they start screaming at us and i'm just like i like get out of the car and i keep puking and uh i'm just like well see you later you know and she leaves with puke on her face she's just been puked on by her boyfriend and uh i walk into the convention center Go have both fucking reviews. Oh, nail them. Yeah. Don't throw up the whole time. And then I, uh, I walk out of the convention center and immediately throw up again <laughs> and continue my throwing up. So I, I, I had two hours. I had a two hour respite mm-hmm. where I was not sick anymore. And I, uh, I survived them. And uh, actually, that, that, this is a, so a story that I often tell is that when I was already working for Marvel, so I was doing Magician Apprentice, mm-hmm. I was still going and getting reviews from Marvel 
because mm. to be frank magician apprentice was sort of this uh you know fringe book that they were doing that was mm -hmm. uh, for libraries it wasn't like anybody really knew that i was working for marvel so mm. i was still trying to make connections or whatever so uh i already had work but i was still i could have totally damaged it but i you know luckily it went okay aubrey citizen who now is writing all kinds of he's got a bunch of kickstarters and he he became a comic book writer he nice. was the guy that reviewed me and uh it went really well and then yeah like it, it was like a it was like a weird like grace period that i was given in that day just like my just body was enough. like nope you can't do it you can't do it right now you, you gotta you gotta make it through this part of the day and then go back to you know go back to suffering you fool. Yep. This and, is uh, uh this reminds me of a similar story except really not at all except <laughs> C2E2 there was that first night that we got in and me and Ethan got pretty drunk and then the next day we were meeting you guys to uh to come hang out and and talk to uh, an artist that you'd like us to meet. Mm -hmm. Luke, what's up brother? Right. And we were we were totally fine the next morning. Uh, I don't remember feeling any sort of like hungover or anything. But we showed up, and the first thing Donnie asked me, he's like, "Are you high?" And I was like, "No, no, what the fuck?" And then I was like, "Am I hungover? Like I thought I was good, but I'm showing up here." And the first thing Donnie asked me was, "I don't know, man. Your eyes. Something about your eyes." I'm like, "I'm fine. I think. <laughs> What's happening?" I think Dude. that there's a low level hangover that every early 20 year old uh, walks mm -hmm. around with on a day-to-day -day basis <laughs> mm. where you also yes. you don't as a in your early 20s you don't value sleep in the way that you should <laughs> so you probably you, you you sleep like six hours a night and you're just mm. like yeah let's do it again <laughs> you know 100%. and uh and so you just look tired and yeah, there, there's nothing that you can do about it. You, I'm almost all, certain almost I got up and, like, hungover. I already had a workout and everything that morning. I went and lifted some weights, and then we went to the convention center. I was like, I'm feeling great, actually. And then Donnie was like, I don't know. You look kind of fucked up. I was like, okay. <laughs> my my now fiance and I, we were, like, we were, like, three or four dates into meeting each other. And so, like, did not know each other that well yet. And uh, we went to go get like pizza, and then we came back, and we were like hanging in her room, and like I was on like a new medication, and so I was feeling like nauseous all the time, and I started like feeling intensely nauseous, but I was like playing it off because we were hanging out, and I was trying to be cool, and I was like, I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and she was like, are you sure? And I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and then like in an instant like in the blink of an eye there is vomit coming out of my mouth and like and i like trail it through the carpet all the way to the bathroom <laughs> and then cover every surface of the bathroom in it of just half digested pizza and uh did you turn and, and say will like, you marry me <laughs> no i turned around and i was like this is over right like i was like, like when you know somebody to that degree it's hard to imagine things continuing past cleaning a half digested pizza off of the ground uh, out of carpet at that. Um, it was meant so. to be. It was absolutely it was meant, to, meant be. to be. That's beautiful. That it's a level gorgeous. of intimacy that just, yeah, can't be matched. I will say we got drunk with that, that after that first night of C2E2, but the night that we all went and got pizza and then we had to go back to the hotel room, that was a lot more fun because we had nothing the next morning. So 
I mean, I think I was pretty ripped that night. I mean, I was. <laughs> you like, guys, you guys looked like you were having fun. That was a good. Oh time. yeah, no, yeah. Donnie and I bring that up all the time because that was the last fun that thing that mm-hmm. we really got to do before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and we we'll we'll just say, hey, remember when we went to that taco place in Chicago? Because <laughs> Donnie and me, Donnie, me, Megan, and my wife went out to this. Uh, taco restaurant in because we got in an Uber and we were like, man, we're hungry. And this one was like, I got the perfect place. And we were just like, take us wherever you want. Do it. Mm-hmm. And we were at this place till 3 a.m. There was a, an armed guard there with a rifle standing there. So this was not the right place to be, but it was delicious. And yeah. we just kind of sat there and hung out, and it was great. It was, yeah. you know, like it's it's something that I that I str- you know I hope to be able to do again because. I don't like to stay up that late in general, but just to think that when you do stuff like that, maybe it's the last time you'll get to do it for a while. So. <laughs> maybe. You never know in a global it's pandemic. Nice to, it's about nice to, to know you guys fantasize about C2E2, too, because yeah. Griff and I are like, are our lives ever going to be as good as they were that weekend? <laughs> well, yeah. No. I mean, I mean we, we haven't done much since then. That was that was the one. That, mm-hmm. was, the, that was the last mm-hmm. hurrah. So. Mm-hmm. And everybody, yeah. and it was really bittersweet, because I feel like everybody at that con knew it, too. <laughs> like, everyone was like, yeah. well, the, if this shit's as bad as they're, gonna, as they're saying it's going to be, we better, we better make this one I mean, but there was, still, there was still a part of us that was like, it can't be as bad as all that. Come yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Come on. And then literally, like, we got back, and a week later, it was done. Donezo. Yep. Goodbye, mm-hmm. 2020. Brutal. You guys went to a cool taco shop. We went to a 7-Eleven and paid yeah, but you way too good, much. Like, we had, we had a lot of fun there. That was fun. Hey, Can- thanks for sharing the barf story. Thanks for sharing. I hope it lived up to the hype. I mean, I puked in my wife's face. What more do you want? Well, you I'm, know, I'm you had there was a it. lot going on there. Not only was it hilarious and tragic because you puked in your wife's face, but also that you went in and you pulled off the reviews. Like that's also part of part of the charm mm-hmm. of the story is that it's an underdog story as well. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good, Ryan. A great way to kick off another year's worth of Stegman and his amazing friends. Anything you want to say to the folks? Before we leave it off, what's your uh, resolution for the show? What got, what guests do you want to have on more than anybody, Ryan? I just want to keep doing the show. Uh, that's that's it. Like I just okay. want to be. Okay. I want to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. At I that. want to have Donnie on mm-hmm. the ep- the show so we could talk about goddamn King and Black. <laughs> Haven't done uh, a single King and Black episode yet. Yes. Right. Uh, I want to. Uh, I kind of want to have a kids episode. I've been thinking about this, mm. where we where we have a couple kids read the because I've you know my fr- my sons have friends and uh, we could have them read Venom and just talk to children about Venom. But the, the only thing that I worry about is my son just going. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's not gonna live up to it. That's so what this whole me thing is. You wanna you for this podcast that you you know show up to you but mm-hmm. you also want to organize wrangling a group of children <laughs> to do an hour i've already got the, i've already got the kids that i know would be on it it'd be <laughs> fantastic right. most okay. of them would be good except my kids okay who hate my guts and don't okay. think that anything i do is cool but the other so kids seem to think it's cool so they might be excited your dream guests this year are donnie who we've had on i would say probably a good 80 percent <laughs> of the episodes and then also a group of children, including your own, but you're not very excited about the fact that your own will be there because you fear they will All not right, be All right, never mind. You know what? I'm not excited about doing this show in the new year. 
Well, guys. I'm excited. Listen, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this year. There's going to be so much stuff to announce on this show. You got a big uh, announcement coming up next week. Donnie has teased a Venom announcement. What is it? That's right. We'll see. You'll never know. Not even next week. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for listening. You know all the spots. Stegmanandfriends at gmail.com if you want to email us for a mailbag episode. Apple uh, podcast reviews are great. We'll read those too. Subscribe on there and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter at Stegman Show. Ryan's at Ryan Stegman. I'm at Griff Sheridan. Ethan is at Tales to Astonish. And there's two other shows that we do for the Amazing Friends Network. Uh, there's Stegman is Amazing Friends. And then there's also Donny Cates and his wife Megan Hutchinson's Devil's Advocates Book Club. Um, where those episodes come out when they come out. But they're always a good time, so check it out. And, of course, Supple Boys, which is me and Ethan doing the what most people call the flagship show of the network. Um, mm-hmm. So The crown jewel. Check that out if you'd like. Nobody calls it that, but okay. Most wow. people call it that, I would say. Um, Maybe like John Iker. <laughs> yeah, wow. John. That's Well, that's the only one we need. That's all Shout I Shout out John. Now. Shout that out John. John. John makes I the wonderful you. graphics just, that you see all over yeah. our social medias. Um, John is our target demographic. That was not an insult, John. It was just a name that I could come up with that, uh, <laughs> I w- that was in that call the other day on their Patreon. Yeah, speaking of our <laughs> Patreon, if you head over to SheridanAndSmith.com, the home of the Amazing Friends Network, you'll find a whole bunch of stuff, including merch for all the podcasts and a Patreon to help me and Ethan survive in this cruel, cruel world. Um, and that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night. Um, uh, God bless. I love you. I love you. There, I said God it. bless. God bless. I'm not afraid of commitment anymore. Say God guys. bless. Say God bless. God bless. <laughs> okay. Quit, your jobs. Quit <laughs> your jobs. Chase your dreams. Quit your job. Chase your dreams. Goodbye, everybody. Stay amazing, friends. I'm not the yeah. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. (laughs) 